There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to uh, freeze Wait, on. Not a game. Not, a, not, a, not the game that I... Go out there and, and die for. I was like, oh yeah, I need to get that on there. <laughs> well, with that being said, welcome to the Points of the Pain podcast, everybody. We are uh, excited to talk basketball this week. Ben Wittenstein. Zach Brazier House. I'm always in the house, Mr. Dance Fever. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to do, do a little dance on a Monday. Get get a little excited. Got the caffeine going. Don't have any food inside me, so it's just all caffeine no, and coffee. I saw you eat this morning. You had a little bagel with some I yogurt. I had a little bagel. I forgot I had a little bagel. Yeah. Bagel yogurt. And we had some cheesecake yep, in the office. See, you got some cheesecake. So too. I'm going to have to go work out after this. This little cheesecake before noon, never a bad thing, but, you know, feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. good. Feeling great. You know, the uh, NBA was filled with some great action over the weekend, especially yeah, Saturday. We had a nice game that we're going to talk about. And then we had a game where we had two teams where they played back-to-back yeah. on their schedule, and we're going to get into that, too. But first being, you can tell the people, what where, where can they find a podcast? Ooh, everywhere. You can find it anywhere. Uh, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Google, we are Everywhere we're also mm-hmm. on the tube, the YouTube, Stadium's YouTube channel, Stadium's YouTube. Watch us. You can find clips. Your Zach uh, has been posting some clips of the uh, the podcast every week too. So if you, you know, you're short on time, you just want to watch a little clip of us talking, three four minute clip. That'll be on YouTube as well. And of course, as always, shoot us a text, give us a call seven seven three two seven three nine zero eight eight. Call her or leave a text, 773-273-9088. And as always, also Facebook. Yes, Facebook and Twitter. We have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You see those videos on Instagram? Truly you comment amazing. below what you think. You got the yeah. Cut Star Bench video that's out there right now. We want to hear your opinion on Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis. We want to hear from you guys. All the big ones. What do you think of Zion Williamson dunking at the end of a game? We want to hear from you all. So please do that, 773-273-9088. If you got IG, check us out on IG at Points Paint and also on Twitter. But first... Mr. Ben Wittenstein, yes, what do sir. we get into first? Well, we have one big thing, as we always do, and it's turning into one big things of the week. <laughs> Multiple one big things. Uh, do we start in New York? Let's go out to the Madison Square Garden. MSG. Yeah, ain't it weird? Four straight for the Knicks. They didn't want four in a row, Ben. What the heck is going on in Madison Square Garden? Yeah, that means it's getting that time of the year where it's getting cold, I guess, because <laughs> yeah. it's just a weird weird month so far for the Knicks. They started out struggling, being to be quite honest with you, and they've kind of turned the corner, kind of, so to speak. Yeah. They've beaten some serviceable opponents, too, throughout this little mini streak they got, winning four games. They're yeah. six and f- I think they're, what, six and four or four? And, no, yeah, six, and six and four in their last ten. Their yeah. last ten, so they're doing pretty well. They're sitting currently in the play-in scenario, but they're the eighth seed, so they have an opportunity to kind of climb out there. And it's still early. We're a little under 30 games throughout the year. But shout-out to the Knicks so far this year, you know, trying to find some sort of groove with this team. You know, you got Tibbs, who you know, Ben, I don't really like that much. But we got him out there doing his thing. Fan. No, they're not a Tibbs fan. So. They're playing defense. I mean, you hold the team to under 100 points in today's NBA, which they did to the uh, Sacramento Kings mm-hmm. on Sunday. You're – 
living pretty good defensively, and that's the type of defense. I mean, back when he was coaching the Bulls, the Bulls would give up 83 points a game, 84 points a game, which is impossible in today's NBA, but you're giving up less than 100 points in an NBA game. I mean, that's you're, you're playing some pretty good defense, honestly, and that I, I don't know if you can win consistently in the NBA as like a, a true defensive team, like a team that hangs their hat on playing defense. I think it would be hard to win consistently consistently in the NBA like that. But, man, they gave them 99 to the Kings, 102 to the Hornets, 89 to the Hawks. They've had uh, an 81 to the Cavs. They've had three of their last four games they have played. They have given up less than 100 points. And those are good teams, too. You talk Cavaliers, you know, you got Donovan Mitchell who can go out there and get 25, 30 yeah. points any given night. And then who else did you mention? You mentioned I mean, um, the Hawks. The got, Hawks, obviously, uh, Trey Young. But I think DeJounte Murray was out in that contest, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But he's going to be out for the Hawks. So he played four minutes. Yes, he he, got I think he got hurt in that game. Yeah. He, he sprung his ankle. And so he's going to be out a few weeks. So I think that kind of – that was maybe the reason why the Hawks ended up losing that game because I think they would have won – with Murray on the side of Trey Young in the garden. I think they would have been able to handle business. But we're going to talk about Trey Young, too, because he hasn't looked all that well, all that great either, Ben, so far this season. And I kind of want to get into that. But the Knicks doing what they got to do. If you want a stat, I mean, this season, the best defense in terms of points given up per game has been the Cavs. They give up 105 points a game on average. Mm -hmm. Over the last three games, the Knicks are averaging only giving up 96 points a game. So they're giving up – 10 points fewer than the best defense in the league has been averaging. So something's clicking, clicking. in New York. Something's clicking with the Knicks. And it, it looks like it's clicking defensively at least. Yeah, and I really want them being to just play my mans. Play Cam Reddish or trade him at this point. <laughs> like I don't know what Tibbs got going on. Free like, Cam? Yeah, it's free Cam Reddish until he just finds a new home in the NBA because yeah. it's getting ridiculous. But I will say this. You mentioned the defense. I think Julius Randle has played well for the most part offensively, getting 28-10. and R.J. Barrett, another guy getting like 20 points over the course of this win streak too, and about eight rebounds or something along like that. Yeah, seven, eight rebounds mm-hmm. a game. And then their guy that they signed this summer. He's playing well. Jalen Brunson, $100 million he's been man. A huge, he's been a huge addition to this team. And without Brunson, where do you think this uh, Knicks team would be? Oh, oh they'd be right good. where they were last year. Definitely. Yeah, at the bottom of the good. barrel. Like 13th in the East. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I mean, he's been, he's been such a nice addition to this team. But, I mean, Thibs has been riding R.J. Barrett for the past few games. 36 yes. minutes, 35 minutes, 44 Well, you know what he do. Kings. 44 Loves minutes. Loves playing these guys a lot. I think, well, but he's young. He's twenty two. It's you know. No, nah, damn that. Because Derrick Rose was twenty one. <laughs> You're right. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, it's that's that's a good point. So we'll see if he can able. Uh, it doesn't seem like he either learned his lesson or he just doesn't want to learn a lesson about. Quentin Grimes played forty minutes the other day. Yeah, forty minutes. No that's OT. Forty. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's too many minutes. To too be many minutes in a December game in the NBA. Right there, you go. See, you're giving all the appropriate explanations right now to why Tibbs <laughs> yeah. be out here wilding. He's a crazy coach. <laughs> Something's working though. Something's working. We can criticize him once it doesn't work anymore, but for now, right now four game win streak, playing great defense, NBA's best defense over the last four games. You know, I can roll with it. Something's working in New York. I can roll with Another it. team that has been figuring it out. And I don't even know if I want to say figuring it out because, you know, this team has had it figured out for a bit, but they're on the streak of their own is the Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. Five in a row. Seven mm-hmm. in their last ten they've won. They are a second in the Western Conference, yep. one game behind the first place Pelicans. Look at that. Number one seed. No, number one overall pick, 
number two overall pick of a draft a, a few years ago. And look at them boys out there leading their love teams, it. top of the West. You love to see it, man. Yeah, you do love to see it. And it's great to see the Pels playing well. It's great to see the Grizzlies playing well. I love that the Grizzlies are playing well. They're such a fun team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a small market NBA team that's as, as exciting as anyone else out there. And it's because of John Morant, of course. But they have built such a good – you know, team around John Morant, a good, uh, just great just role gritty players. players. Yeah, yeah gritty, players gritty players. Great. I mean, they just do everything right. Dylan Brooks, bro, I just his. You watch how he shoots the ball. It's like he shoot the ball with one with like one hand. It's like it's kinda, so unorthodox. He like pushes the ball, but he has been knocking down some shots for the Memphis Grizzlies yeah, without man. Desmond Bain being in the lineup. He has really stepped up his offense, and I'm proud of him because you know he's been one of those guys who's been borderline on that. Dirty, is he a dirty player? Is he not a dirty player with Dylan Brooks? He's been on that spectrum over the last, what, season or two. And so to see him improve offensively after he's been kind of only really known for, like, the gritty defense and maybe some 3 and D every once in a while, he's been showing some promise with his offense, and I like to see that. Man. And the thing that, that's amazing to me for the Grizz is, you know, you lose Desmond Bain, and he's – you know he's not an NBA superstar, but he's a really important piece to to the Grizzlies and how they and how they play their team. But he's going to be out another month probably for this team. And the fact that they're still maintaining second in the West, yep, they're on a five game win streak. Yep, they've won seven of the last ten. You know I'll keep repeating it because it's pretty amazing. But when they lose a major role player like Bain, you expect them to maybe falter, especially since they're a young team. Yep, and man, they're just coming out and bludgeoning people every no, single yeah, night. Yep. And you love to see it, really, because the Memphis Grizzlies are one of those young teams that we said early on in the beginning of the year, yeah. whether or not they will, now that they're the ones that's going to be the target and not the ones doing the targeting, yep. you know what I'm saying, how are they going to respond? Not being the underdog anymore, but being the ones that's going to be the favorites in these games and, and not be looked at as, you know, an up-and-coming team, but one of the teams that we expect to make the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, the hunted, uh, the hunters become the hunted, mm-hmm. and they've been doing a great job with it. Honestly, we weren't sure how they were going to react to being the team everyone prepares for, everyone's ready for, yep. and they've really stepped up and played really, really well. Now – Last two weeks, we've talked about the Celtics. Yes, we have. How good the Celtics have been, how fun they are, and how good they look. Tatum, MVP candidate. Absolutely. All the whole shebang. The whole shebang. And what happens when they go out and play the Warriors (laughs) in Cali? 40 minutes for Jason Tatum against the Warriors. 18 points, 2 for 9 from 3. It was rough. 6 for 21 from the field. Very rough. Rough game for Jason. Yes, and I'll take it a step further, Ben. He shot 36% in NBA's finals last year's finals. Yeah. So it's, is it fair to say that he may have a kryptonite on his hand, Jason Taylor? Does he? Like the, it was the Golden State Warriors his kryptonite right now because, you know, they've lost back-to-back regular season games dating back to last season, and he struggled in that game too, shooting poorly. And we just saw him struggle again this past weekend, Ben. It's been a true, true struggle bus for Jason Tatum. Not, not the other day. Jalen Brown being, he does his job. He so does. He out there hooping. He balling. He ain't doing Hard what he's supposed to do. Hard guy. Sometimes. Hard I like that. Honestly, Hard sometimes he's kind of that guy. Just like coming to work. He'll have games where he's like Tatum, and he'll go off. He'll score 30, 35 points. Yep. And he'll look great. But then there's times where Tatum's Disappears. struggling, yep. and he needs to, the Celtics need someone to step up, and yep. here comes Jalen Brown stepping up. Hard hat, lunch pail. Well, I like that. Hard hat, lunch. Yeah, lunch pail. He definitely goes to work. Comes to work every day. Dunking that ball and with aggressiveness, attacking a basket, shooting a mid-range shot. You know I love when they shooting that yeah. midi, Ben. And so when they got all that working for you, I can't be really mad for Jalen Brown, but Jason Tatum – you got to figure it out when they come to go to State Warriors. I know you only play them two times a year, but yeah, right. if this may end up being a finals rematch or this is, was a finals preview that we saw this past Saturday, being I don't think it's going to go too well if they match up again when they match up again if he doesn't get it together. 
Yeah, I know. And, and the weird thing is, you know, they were riding, what, a nine-game win streak? Yes, they were. It was a nine-game They blew the doors off Phoenix Suns. Yeah, blew I mean, the doors they, they made off the Suns look like an embarrassing bottom-of-the-barrel bottom NBA G team. G League team. Yeah, and then they go against the Warriors. They lay an egg. So it's really interesting because they've got a couple more games in the West Coast. On the they road, got Clippers-Lakers, yep. their, their whole L.A. trip. Um, so after that, it gets a little bit easier. But okay. really, if they can't beat the Warriors, if they're not going to be able to beat one of the better teams in the West – what they gonna do? That's that's something the, you gotta be aware of. That's yeah. something you gotta look at because that's. I mean, they go out and beat Phoenix, though, right? They go out Phoenix and beat is Phoenix. A good beat. Yep, Phoenix 100%. is a good beat. Phoenix is a good team. They have but, to beat the Nuggets. They're gonna I, go to Denver on uh, New Year's Day, actually, New yep. Year's Day night. Uh, so that's gonna be a team that is gonna be kind of a good barometer yep. to play against. But I'm interested to see because we know the Celtics in the Eastern Conference, they could probably beat anyone they want to on any given night. But once it comes to the Western Conference, can they beat the Warriors? Can they go out and beat? The fully, like the, Nuggets, Clippers, the fully loaded Clippers, the fully loaded Clippers team. Fully loaded Clippers team. Uh, even, a, you know, Lakers, Lakers will step up. A fully up for loaded Lakers game. team. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, sure. man. And say it with your chest. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll see how they play against the Lakers. We'll see if anyone, uh, if they all play, play in our Oh, there you go. Yeah, the see, there you go. The Celtics, yes. You know, the whole Lakers issue. But if they play well against the Clippers and Lakers, right. I think we can maybe say, all right, maybe it was just an off night. Everyone off has night. an off night. That That's will happen. Fair. That's fair. But. If they struggle against Clippers Lakers, yeah, we'll have something to talk about next week. Yeah, he might just be the kryptonite, and it might just be California for Tatum. <laughs> it might just be Cali. <laughs> can't move out west. He can't go to California. Yeah, can't go to Cali. And it's back to back too. Clippers mm. on uh, Clippers on Monday night tonight as we record, and Clippers and Lakers tomorrow. So back to back, we're gonna find out right away. Okay, right away how good this this team is. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What is trending, Zach? And this is interesting for me, because I've always had this opinion on, on something like this. But you put Zion is only human. Pelicans, only we talked only. about seven straight. Seven straight. What did he say? Post Man, game comments. Post game happened? comments. Well, let's give the people. Let's Set paint the, the picture what for them. What happened with these comments? So they're winning the ball game about one twenty six to seventeen. New Orleans Pelicans. They're playing the Phoenix Suns, right, Ben? And so in the final moments of the game. 360 windmill for Zion Williamson in the moment just to get the crowd going crazy. And I believe they were in New Orleans. So it was just a fun sight to really see. But the Phoenix Suns did not like that. And if you saw the replay and you look real closely, Ben, you look real close, you can see Devontae Adams, right? You can okay. see him. Not Devontae Adams, or Devontae Green. Okay. Uh, you can see him. He's getting upset. Like he's a little frustrated because with Zion because he didn't think that was a good idea to do that. Well, the Phoenix Suns didn't think that was a good idea to do that either, and so it was a little scuffle. And after the game, I like what Zion said. He said that was a little out of character for me, Ben. That's what he said. He was like, "But you got to understand, they sent my teammates home last year." That's what I felt. I felt that for, for him. Like I felt that he really wanted, you know, what I'm saying his team. He wanted to be in that moment with his team, you yeah. know what I'm saying, last year in the playoffs. They took that team to game six, the Phoenix Suns. And so that, if I, that begs the question, if they would have had Zion, would they have won and beaten that Phoenix Suns team who made the finals the season before? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair question to ask. I think uh, the fact that he is that good and he has shown that he can be that good right now, 
maybe you uh, have a different series if that happens. But maybe the little off season that he had, it's time to develop, and he's a different Lose player than weight, he was last season. Get yeah, lean. he's getting lean. He's heard the the haters, and he's he's made himself a much better player. Now, my thing is Zach for Uh-oh. everything. Uh oh. Every time this happened, because this happened another time in a different game mm-hmm. as well. Here's my thing. Okay. If you don't want someone to score on you stop late him. in the game, mm. you stop them. You stop them. You I, like, I like that energy. If you're not going to stop them, like that's that on energy. you. That's <laughs> on you. You cannot complain for someone dunking on you, scoring on you, whatever it is, late in the game. I get that it's bad sportsmanship. I get that part. But this is the NBA. These are grown men. So talk, talk, to grown hey, talk to me nice. Men. Talk to me nice. I like stop it. Stop him. Stop <laughs> complaining. Oh, he scored a basket when he shouldn't have. Stop him. No, if I you like don't that. want him to score, stop him. No, that's all fast. I have to say. And that's I say that every single time. And I hate it. I hate it when people complain because if you don't want it to happen, it's all in your power to stop him. No, big facts. What's funny about it, too, being is that, okay, Y'all know oh, this is the bullet. What do they call it? Bulletin board material. Yeah. So you know you got oh. another game. Yeah. Where you get an opportunity to play them after this incident has taken place. So Zion did 360 windmill. You guys play them again like two yeah. days later. What's up, right. Phoenix Suns? Where the smoke at? Yeah. No smoke. It was no smoke. New Orleans. They go out and win the game again. Zion go out there get 35 seven. All on DeAndre Aiden, seven-footer. Now, granted, my man's DeAndre Aiden. He had 25 and 12. <laughs> he was hooping, too. Yeah, he was. But Zion to be 6'6", 280, just dominating the paint, getting other guys involved, and in the game with 35 after the 360 windmill. I Come love on. it, Ben. You I know what CJ it. said? You know what CJ said after this? Uh-oh, what'd he say? They got to get back on defense if they don't want us to dunk the ball. Period. <laughs> Drop the mic. That's it. Yep. Drop the mic, period. CJ's got it. I'm 100%. Cool with that. If you don't want to. If you don't want him to dunk, play defense. I don't. I don't understand the issue here. That's your entire job. And they've been winning these games so stupid without without their man's Brandon Ingram. Yeah, right. Like Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum both have been interchanging out of the lineup. They've Mm -hmm. been in and out because of injuries or sickness, whatever the case may be. Zion keeping them boys afloat. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's he's turning into the player that I think people have uh, started anticipated for him. I mean, Brandon Ingram hasn't played since Thanksgiving. Yeah, he's missed what eight games now. I think at this point, if I count correctly, seven or eight games. Mm. And they were on what a seven game win streak. Look at that. Are the are the Pelicans better without Brandon? All Ingram? right, we ain't doing that. <laughs> Had to put that out there. Had to put that one out there. Uh, what else is going on? Brittany Griner is back. Yes, she and is she's reportedly in dunking. The states. Oh, I ain't know that. Yeah, she. Uh, she. I think it was Sunday. <coughs> they reported that uh, she, they she went to a gym. First practice in you know whatever ten months. Since yeah, she, like since she ten went months over there and mm-hmm. she was dunking the ball. So that's, that's great good to see. Hear. No, that is great to see because Brittany Griner she was over in Russia for a extended period of time, too yep. long, if you ask me. Ben, uh, once they found out that she was declared as un- it was undetainful, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't, I wouldn't know, but. <laughs> Brittany Griner, she's back in the States. Yep. It's happy to see. It's good to see. And like just like the support from the basketball community, I think that's what was most important and really kept that you know in the driver's seat for her to really be able to come home and have the negotiations take place between Russia and the U.S. And so I was very pleased that all the support that she got from like the different coaches and players around both leagues, the NBA yep. and the NBA. And so it was it was nice to see. I was at the, uh, the Bulls game on Saturday, and they did uh, – I think it was – Either before or after the national anthem, one of the two, mm-hmm. they put up. They was like, you know, signs all over, and they said, "Welcome back, Brittany Griner." Nice. And they gave, like a whole like, you know, minute everyone, you know, applauded, standing ovation, whatever it was. And so, yeah, the NBA was doing their part in in welcoming her back and putting the word out. But, you know, people people stayed on the case and and people pressured uh, government to do things and things that's got done. Good. Yep, things that's got done. Good it might have took like a, might not have took as 
fast as some people may have hoped, but it yeah. got done. She didn't have to spend a year there. Yeah, it was so like that, 10 months. Yeah, so that was fine, especially when they sentenced her to like 10, 12 years yeah, right. over there. So the fact that she was able to come home after that sentence, I'm, I was extremely happy, man. I yeah. was very happy. So glad now, that ended fairly well. Now, you just brought up a standing ovation. I want to talk about real quick. Did you see the John Wall standing ovation in D.C.? I did. I, I was saw happy with that. After he hit a hit a basket. Yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. You know, it's Say, still, this is my city. It's still something like my that. city. Yeah. You know, said it's good to feel that. You know, so the team that drafted him was able to welcome him with open arms as he returned back. You know, saying wearing that L.A. Clipper jersey. So I was pleased with that. Only thirteen points being, but you know, hey. You get that opportunity to go back to where they used to you love you the to. most, where you got drafted, and you get to see your former teammate Bradley Bill watching on the sideline, let, letting him know this still my city. <laughs> I love the energy, man. I love the energy. It's uh, DC will always love John Wall. Yep. He's him, him, and John Wall and DC. They they just they go together. Yeah. yeah, they're they're always intertwined. Uh, on the hotline, checking Woo! some uh, voicemail, sex in comments, Facebook, whatever it is. Again, nine seven nine seven three seven 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 three nine seven three nine zero eight eight. Uh, give us a call on the, on the old voicemail. Again, you can leave a text. If you want to leave a text, yeah, we'll, we'll read the text. Comment on Facebook if you want, even on IG. And you can get at us on Twitter, too, at either one of our handles or at Points Paint. Yeah, 773-273-9088. First one on the docket. Uh, Greg Hayes in Texas yeah, said this. Yeah. Bam Adebayo got to be one of the most inconsistent centers in the league. I put the emojis too. And you put the because that's the emojis that they put. So I put them too because he was he had it. Must have been a bet. This so that must have been like a never will I ever for him. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> least, never betting on Bam Adebayo again. Yeah, that's I what, feel that Greg. I feel that hard. Like that's what. Yeah, that's I feel like that's what that was leading up to. Is so I just wanted to incorporate that, and I kind of agree with him. Now, I remember we talked about it a few weeks ago about Bam getting twenty. One and nine, and I told you that got to be one of the most quietest twenty and ten performances yep. of the season I could ever witness. Like yep. you, he really averages twenty and ten, but you can't see it really when you watch the game sometimes. And I saw yep. him last week in one of their games. He stepped up, dropped like thirty points, twenty eight points, and had like I think a double double with that. So I was pleased with it, but it got to be every night. I think in order for Miami 100%. to turn their season around, being it got to start with Bam. We know what Jimmy going to do, but yeah. it got to start with Bam. At 100%. I mean, I think Bam playing consistently takes the heat from a relatively top tier, tier one, tier two type of Eastern team to top tier Eastern team. Top yeah, of the tier. Top of the tier. Cream of the crop. You know, because right now they're currently in a play in the yeah. Miami Heat. Three they games, could be a lot better. Three games below 500. But I told folks, though. Like, I don't think Miami's going to be that same team we saw last season when they were, like, top of the East. Yeah. They're going to crumble. I don't think Kyle Lyre is going to have this resurgence out of nowhere and just be, like, this impactful point guard yeah. throughout the regular season. Now, playoff time, that's cool, but you got to win these regular season games even be in that conversation. Yeah. And so when you got a Tyler Hero who may need to step up, he got that bag, and I don't know, being his pocket's kind of fat, I don't know if he can't move <laughs> up and down the floor or yeah. what the scenario is, but yeah. I definitely think he needs to be a little better. 100%. 100%. Uh, even in Indiana, said, okay, it's time to talk about Trey Young's struggles this season. It's mm. coming close to not being able to just call it an early season slump. And I really like this because Go ahead. I feel like we, we haven't really talked about Trey Young a bunch or at least his struggles, but he has been struggling. And yes, I think we he talked has. about it a little bit when he was having issues with Nate McMillan, mm -hmm. but we can magnify it even more now. It's been, like Ethan said, it's not just an early season slump. He clearly has struggled to play with DeJounte, too, and he, he clearly can't figure out the best way to fit into that lineup with two ball-dominant point guards. Yep. They're both trying to find their way. Now, the Hawks are still 
solid. They're right? solid, the, yeah. The no, they the definitely still solid. The they're still six in the East, being. And so this it is it ain't too much of a concern. No, and the but thing is, they're not concern. playing better or worse, I think, than if they didn't have Dejounte. Right? Maybe Trey Young's stats are a little bit better, but maybe the team overall stays about the same. So, if it takes Trey Young getting a fewer shots, mm-hmm. fewer points, mm-hmm. for the Hawks to be a top five Eastern team, so be it. And you know, maybe that's what has to happen, but. Definitely not the old Trey Young that, that we're used to. I think he just need to be more efficient, being when it's all said and yep. done. His shooting has yep. been so, so poor. I yeah. mean, so poor, being like it's been so bad. I, he shot 41, he's shooting 41% the last five games. The three point line is atrocious. Like, it's kind of getting ridiculous. 18%. Last game. That is pretty gross. Bro, it, it, it's, it's so bad. Last game, two for eight. Game before that, two for seven. Game before that, 0 oh for four. Game before that, one for seven. And I know for sure, being I bet two and a half <laughs> on, one of, on one of these five games. And if you look at that, if you check this out, look at the box score over here, you see he ain't made no more than two threes in nope. a game the last five games. That's right. So, rough. If this was never will I ever, it never would be Trey Young never bet Trey Young on threes right now. And that's crazy to say because that's Ice Trey the gang. You know he do the celebration where, you know, it's cold in here and ice water in the veins, the, whole, the whole thing, man. But I just need Trey to play better. Yeah, you do, 100%. Um, and he's not, twenty. yeah, 28% from three this season. That that's is so rough. That is a full almost seven percentage points lower than his average in that's his so bad he is not playing well from three at the very least but see you said something man that made me think is it murray i don't know if it's the fact that he can't play with murray because at least when murray Maybe was not. like when, when murray was in his numbers were productive and trey young numbers were productive he's just not as efficient like the mm-hmm. assists are still there right he's still getting the assists like almost 10 assists a game 9.6 so it's not like it's, it's. I don't know what it is. Well, I know what it is. It's the shooting and how poorly it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why he's shooting so bad. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I, I don't know what the issue is because it's not like I haven't heard anything. Is it that shot has selection? Like his life or, or yeah, any, like like it was Zach Levine, right? Like he he had a kid. He had a kid, and he this season, at least the start of the season, mm-hmm. recently he's been playing better. Right. But the start of the season. He was playing significantly worse than people expected him to. Mm, he's watching that baby at 3, and 4 in the morning. Listen, sometimes when you have a kid, you got to wake up 2 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever it is. He probably had fatherly duties he had to tend to. Okay. And he's got to get used to that and form a form a whole uh, new life around that. So it makes a little bit of sense why he struggled to start the season. But it looks like he's starting to come back into his own. He's playing a little bit better. Okay. Um, and the team's playing better because of it. But with Trey Young, I don't think he had a kid. I don't, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. any like uh, outside life things are affecting yeah. this. So it's well, just may, like bad been, shots. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been a Nate McMillan thing. You know, that may have played a role into it. But I do know what it is, though. Yeah. And I got to ask you about this real quick. How do okay. you feel about the Hawks beating the Bulls the way they did? Stupid. <laughs> of course. You know, the thing is, too, like the way I've watched the Bulls the past few years, I see that. I'm like, oh, awesome. They got points. Left too much time on the clock. Point five seconds. Too much time. How, like, how is that, that too much time, too though, much time. too, right? Like, it's how all, is point five time. seconds too much no, time? My reaction when I saw that shot go in was, of course. I was. It wasn't even upset. I wasn't oh, yelling. Okay, okay. I just go. Of course that happened. Because I was so mad. That no, I was a little frustrated. I was a little frustrated. That first and foremost, that's AJ Griffin's second game winner this season. The little young rookie from Duke. Okay. But then, okay, DeRosa go to the line. Got to make three free throws. Yeah. He only sold. He only shoot middies majority of the time anyway. Yep. So the fact that he attempted the three in that game down the stretch to try to push it, to, I think either to win the game or to go to OT. Mm-hmm. He got to make all three free throws, Ben. 
He knocked down every last free throw. He did. I, I was sitting there like, ooh, okay, he made the first one. He got the second one. That third one is always the that rough the one because it's like you're not really used to shooting yeah. three free throws. He go to that free throw line, he ice water in his veins, knock it down, and it. they still lose. I was so mad. I was bad for you. was not feeling good. <laughs> not feeling good because it was more just apathy. I was just like, of, of course. Of course that's how the Bulls lose. <laughs> they whooped the Dallas Mavericks. They did. Even without Luka, no it was Luka. still an impressive win. They go to Atlanta, they ice it at the line, .5, and they can't do anything about it. So, sad boy time in the Bulls, in Bulls fans. It was a sad, sad day, bad day. Time. Yeah, sad boy time. Not good. Not good. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm sorry, too. On a brighter note, that's going to conclude this edition of the Points of the Pay podcast presented by Stadium. I am Zach Badgerhouse. That was my main man, Ben Winston. You can respect. You can follow us respectfully on our social handles at Zach Badgerhouse at Ben Winston. Don't forget to follow Points paint, points in the paint at points paint. Yes, sir. Make sure you do that, of course, and you can do that also on Instagram and on Facebook. Make sure you leave, leave your comments, your best take, hottest take on our voicemail line too at seven seven three two seven three nine zero eight eight, and you will hear from us later on in the week.